Well, hello, friends, and welcome back to the Let's Make Space podcast. My name is Kristen, and I just hope that wherever you're at this morning or, you know, today, wherever, whatever you're doing, that you're having the best time giving yourself a ton of grace. And again, we have a great episode ahead. I'm sure you're going to hear me say that every time because I really like these people. Um, but today we're talking about what does it look like to make space for others? And I just want to clarify right off the top that this conversation is not just about hospitality. It's not just about welcoming people into your home for tea, which is not something that I do often. I welcome into them for board games, as I'm sure you've heard before, Um, but really about like doing life with people. And as I was thinking about this topic, there is no better person that I would have come talk about this than the one and only Danielle slash Danny Vanny. Um, And so Danny is a, more than close friend to me, has been um, a mentor, like another parent, all of the things in between. We cruise together, we laugh together, we do all the things. Um, So Danny, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Kristen. It's exciting to be here. This is my first podcast. Wow. And she's here with her Diet Coke, which is a staple of Danny. And so Danny, tell us about yourself. Who are you? What do you like to do? All the things. Okay. So, Some of the highlights for me are I'm a wife. I've been married for 26 years now, so that's great. I am a mom to uh, what are now adult children who are all over the world, so that's fun. I am bivocational, so my husband and I own an engineering firm and I do the office management for that. And that paying job allows me to do what I like to do for fun, which is be the associate pastor at my church. I am an avid cruiser because Jesus loved water, so I love water <laughs> and, when and we boats. Say avid, how often are we going on cruises, for those who don't know? Um, so right now, for 2023, I have three cruises booked. Yeah. So uh, I'm going in two weeks, nice. I'm going in May, and I'm going in September. So, I mean, it is more than average this year because COVID slowed me down, but um, I like to cruise. That's right. I like to cruise one, at least once, if not twice a year. I love that. Mm -hmm. Anything else that cuts you right off in the middle of your, what you love to do? Uh, And I love people. I love doing life with people. I love um, everything that is my job at church has to do with people. And I'm also a sister, which will uh, come up later as to why that's important. But just to yeah. you know, start pique the interest here at that's the very right. end of the podcast. How many siblings do you have? And I, then we can dive into it later. But. Sure. I am the oldest of uh, 18 children, so I have 17 younger brothers and sisters. Which uh, probably, when we say making space for people, the greatest example of that to me is Frank and Wendy, who literally made space. Your parents. My mom and dad for 16 extra people to join us because 16 of my siblings are adopted and I have one biological brother, so. Yeah, like literal space. Yeah, actual and physical emotional space, space and, and all, all, yeah, the all the spaces. Yeah, but so there you go. So yeah. you're well-trained, not just in who you are now, but in life. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Exactly. So, Danny, we'll get right into it. We start off with the main question that everybody here is wanting to know. What does making space for others mean to you? And again, we just talked about like physical space, emotional space, Mm -hmm. all the things. Take it however you want. Mm -hmm. When someone asks you that, what comes to mind? I think um, I just want to back up a minute from that. And I want to say that, um, you know, I mentioned I'm a pastor. So as a Jesus follower, one of the main things I has been sort of a staple of my life is that I believe um, since the only thing that goes to heaven with us is other people. That's where I have put all my time and energy and interest. And so um, I believe people are valuable. And so uh, that is how I want to spend my life on making space for other people. And And so, and cruising with other people. So that's why I like cruising because you can bring people along with you, which I believe you have done twice now. Yes, I've benefited from this. Yes. So, um, yes, I like to bring other people. So the fact that people are important just as a basis for me is why um, why it's so important for me to make space um, and kind of the places I've been able to make space for people is uh, through church through ministry uh, when you do ministry alongside other people it makes space for them um, mentoring is really big for me I think that I um, 
Unfortunately, in North America now, we live in a very um, fragmented society. We no longer have like mom living next door to grandma with the mm. kids in home. We have families spread out all across long spaces. Right. And um, if you've listened to the Kristen's other podcast, I was just chatting with her dad, who's in a, you know, one parent in North Carolina, wherever they are, and the other one up here. Um, so there's this distance now and we don't have community like we used to have community. And so that for me, building community, building spaces for community, building into other people is super important. Um, my house was always the house that was open for the kids when they came home from school. Um, my favorite story is I was upstairs in my room and one of my daughter's two best friends from since grade five. Uh, I go downstairs and he's in my kitchen. And I was like, hi, uh, you know, nobody else is here. And he's like, I know, but you have Nutella. And I stopped by on the way home from school. So for me, that's a huge thing that he would feel comfortable to just come into my home, make himself a bagel with Nutella and go home because it means that I have created a safe space for him to feel like he is loved and belongs and is there. Yeah, I guess the, the ending piece is what you just talked about, right? Of like it being a safe and welcoming space. It's not just opening up your house. Yeah. Like it's not literally just opening the door mm -hmm. being like anyone can come in here. Yeah. It's allowing it to be a place, because I felt that too, of just allowing it to be a place where someone can come with, you know, to make a sandwich or they can come because they're having the worst day of their lives mm -hmm. and need to talk. And I mm -hmm. think that that spectrum of things goes to show what actually making space for someone is. It's yep. not just like, only call me when you're having a crisis. Yep. Or just kind of make a sandwich, but I don't want to know about life. Yep. How do you get to the like... Making life? Yeah, like yeah, doing, doing life, life together. Someone can come and literally just get it out. Yeah, well, I think the reality is until people trust you, they're not going to trust you. Sure. So you have to actually show up right. and be interested and... Um, be asked them, like actually yeah. generally interested in their life. It's funny, uh, I read a book when my kids were little and it said, if you don't listen to your kids when they're seven, don't expect them to listen to you when they're 17. So I, you know, as a mom for very many years and for my kids' friends as well, it was like, you, I am a very busy person. I can get caught up in busyness and doing things and tasks just like anyone else. And to stop and in this day and age, put your phone away, look at the person, like listen for the cues of like, this isn't just gonna be a like, so how are you conversation? Because as you get to know people, um, my middle kid, as soon as he says, uh, so mom, I know that's a turn around, look at him, we're about right. to get into a deep conversation here, right? right? And um, like, I think that, uh, so obviously I model a lot of my life after Jesus and what he did was just have people with him, walking, right. hanging out, right. talking, coffee shops. They didn't have them back then, but that's today's, you know, someone was saying, uh, yesteryear's well is today's coffee shop where people used to meet at the well now they meet at the coffee right. shop right and sometimes you just need to just spend time and it does, it's nothing it's not deep it's not anything but you have to put the time in first before people trust you and then you have to prove that you're safe right we're not going deep right off the bat yeah depending on you know sometimes people actually just really need that yep but in most case scenarios it's the like putting in the time to build that foundation yep. and doing maybe some of the small talk that sometimes mm -hmm. maybe people don't like or whatever, mm -hmm. because you're at the end of the day, like what you just said, you're building mm -hmm. that foundation for something else. Yeah. And I think there's also multiple levels of people that you can have in your life, right? So there will be people in my life that I don't necessarily click with, but what I said to my kids is you don't have to be friends with everybody, but you have to be friendly with everyone. Mm -hmm. You have to make sure that they, they are another human being. They have value just in the fact that they are human and they needed to be treated with kindness and concern and uh, attention when that comes up. But you might not go deep with them. They might just be people who are in your life who you can positively right. impact by your interaction with them. Right. But that might be, you know, maybe a warm smile and a, you know, and a safe place is all that you are. And then there's going to be people uh, who 
are, you're gonna be able to have more influence over, but it still might be a little bit more surface. So for instance, when I was a youth leader, there would be kids that were in my group who thought I was cool and liked my advice and would listen to me sometimes or not. And um, so there's a, they, if I prove that what I say is how I live and I'm genuine and authentic, then people will want to hear what I have to say. If I'm saying one thing and doing something else, people are like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And then they walk away. So I have to make sure that what I'm saying actually lines up with my actions, right? And then, and then there's going to be people who you actually develop very deep mentoring relationships with, where they're willing to show you their pain, where they're willing to be vulnerable. And you have to be very careful with that because you have to make sure you handle it uh, properly and that you make space for it. And um, I think that sometimes people rush in and give advice where advice isn't wanted or warranted and uh, you haven't earned the trust of those people to speak into their lives. And that can be actually distancing and damaging. It's like, who are you? You don't even know me. And then right. they walk away. Even if right? there's a little bit of that trust built, the moment you interject something at the wrong time, it yeah. can be like, oh, yeah, fine. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so I think that those are just ways you can make space. I had one um, girl who I was mentoring when I had four small kids at home and no time. and. I would be like, I'm going to Costco. Do you want to come to Costco? And she'd be like, yep. So we go to Costco together right. basically, right? right? And in those times of just actually being in each other's presence, conversation, like you're not just going to sit on the way to Costco and not say anything to each other. So you start conversations. Sometimes they're deep, sometimes they're shallow, yeah. but each each time you spend with someone, the more, um, the more your lives start to connect with each other. Yeah. Well, and you said something a few moments ago of like the making space without being quick to speak or mm -hmm. quick to interject. How do you know when those moments are? Like, I know there's been many moments and, you know, for me personally, mm -hmm. I've called you and been like, my life is falling mm -hmm. apart mm -hmm. or it feels like it is. Mm -hmm. And it's like, how do you know those moments where it's like, no, like for me, Kristen needs mm -hmm. like get a grip mm -hmm. or, or, you know, mm -hmm. like here's what the next step is. Yep. And when's the other time where you just go, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. See ya. I think that learning to ask good questions. Mm. So Kristen calls me crying because whatever happened. First, I got to figure out like, what? is this a real thing or is this just a made up in her head thing? Like, is she, is this something like, is this an actual situation that needs to be dealt with right now? Right. Or is this like, uh, something's going on in her head and we need to root out whether these are even like, right, like an insecurity. Yeah. Is this yeah. an insecurity? Is this not even actually something that's really happening? Is this a, a misunderstanding? She's like mind reading other people. Right. Yeah. And because we do, we do that. We totally. put our own assumptions on other people mm -hmm. and, uh, sometimes we can misread the situation or that kind of thing. So asking good questions like, well, why, why are you thinking that? Why are you feeling that? Why, what is happening? Yeah. I'm very therapisty. Um, <laughs> and then I think that, um, but, uh, and even before that though, I like to say, okay, I'm hearing what you're saying, but let's figure out what the lies are in this type of thing. So is there a lie that you're believing about what's happening? And so do I need to, in some way, like be like, actually, you don't suck, Kristen. You're actually very good at whatever. And I know it feels like it when something comes at you out of left field. So how are we going to deal with the fact that you feel like you feel this way when it's yeah. not true? Right. And how do we get to the truth of it? Right. And then, um, and then in other things, I think it's nothing is, can be rushed. You have to take the time, right? And as you're having the conversation, you can kind of see, watch the other person, whether they're shutting down or whether they're opening up, right? And you have to check in and be like, does that make sense to you? Like I ask that question a lot, yeah. right? So, you know, Kristen, I really feel like you're feeling blah, 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 but you know, you're excellent because you've been had success in this and this and this, does that feel right to you? Like, do you understand what I'm saying? And stop and have those kinds of check in points. Yeah. Check in points. Because yeah. if the other person's like, no, I don't know what you mean, then 
you're like, okay, I gotta back it up again and figure out where we're coming at it from, right? And and then you have to allow the other person to uh, either disagree with you, because that's fine. You're not always gonna agree with everybody, or the time to process Mm -hmm. and like, okay, you know, Kristen, I know you're feeling hurt by this situation. Maybe you need to go away and think about like what it was exactly that hurt you. Mm. Was it the words? Right. Was it's, it the it's attitude? It's necessarily your job to dig it out. For yeah, me. exactly. Because right. the I think too the transfer of skills to other people. Like I could just tell you what to do. I always tease. I'm like my life would be much easier if everyone just did what I told them to do. You right. have said that if I, Yeah, if you will just do what I want you to do, right. then my life would be easier. But yours wouldn't be as... It uh, wouldn't benefit you. It wouldn't benefit yeah. you. And my life might be easier, but now I've got all these little babies who never grow up and never... Right. Right? And that, I think that's especially true when I'm mentoring and like leadership development mm-hmm. and... Uh, walking or walking along someone side someone in a crisis or right. you know that kind of thing and so making space for conversation making mm-hmm. space for no conversation if it's just a like we need to just sit here and just be like just be right now and when you're ready you can talk to me about right. whatever it is um, and not, not be rushed so it's important to not be rushed. Yeah, it's funny with these podcasts that generally when I ask someone like, so what does it look like to make space for this? And they're mm-hmm. like, well, just like make space for it. It's mm-hmm. like, right. So in this case, it's like, I know it sounds counterintuitive, but mm-hmm. it like literally is like the making small holes or big holes, depending, mm-hmm. on, the, depending on the capacity of your life right now. Like yep. I have a baby. And so it's like mm-hmm. my capacity is different than it was before. Absolutely. But it's like, hey, we all have to get groceries at some point. Yep. Or like, we all have to go, you know, do yep. whatever. So let's just do it. To, or who wants to go literally just for a drive? We don't have to get out of the car. It's That's like, right. I'll just drive, pick you up. Mm-hmm. And hopefully my baby falls asleep in the back seat. Yep. But it's that like carving out those intentional moments. Mm-hmm. I think that's the thing. But then something that Jesus was very good at that I think you are also very good at, other than the fact that you both love water, Mm -hmm. is the idea of Jesus was like in a hurry, like, Mm -hmm. or not in a hurry, but he was busy. Like this guy wasn't just like hanging out like by the Mm -hmm. water, just doing whatever is, but then even in his, in his busy schedule or like Mm -hmm. a lot going on, Mm -hmm. small moments of someone just being like, nope, I need you right now. Yeah. Or like, nope, you're not going to this place yet because yep. I need your help. Yep. And I think something that you're really good at is you are a high capacity person. You got lots going on. Like you're mm-hmm. saying, you got multiple jobs, multiple kids who are in like all places of the world. Mm-hmm. Multiple people like me who are like kind of babies and need mm-hmm. a lot of help. And then there's also just the like random phone calls from one of your many siblings or yep. one of your other mentees of just mm-hmm. being like, stop everything right now because mm-hmm. I need you. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, what, what can you say to that regard of just like the intentional carving out of like, yep. Hey, I'm going to call Kristen. We really, you know, yep. we need a squad lunch yep. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> yep. But then we also need the uninterrupted, like something just happens mm-hmm. and they need you. Yeah. That's the line there. I, yeah. So I would say two things to that. I would say first, you not to, need to not make your schedule so busy that you don't have room for margin. Mm. Because if I have something scheduled from 9 a.m. Monday morning until, you know, 10 p.m. Friday night, there's no room for margin there. So when Kristen calls me and says, I can't take it anymore. I need to go for coffee. I don't have any space to say, okay, let me give you three weeks from now. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Right. And so leaving margin in your schedule. Right. And a lot of mentoring or a lot of time with people can actually be spent doing life together, right? So I might be like, you know what, Kristen, I, I, I want to spend time with you. I have to do grocery shopping for my family. I'm going to come and pick you up. We're going to go to Costco. We're going to buy the groceries. We're big fans of Costco. We love Costco. (laughs) Then we're going to go and find a coffee shop and we're going to sit and you're going to talk to me about what's happening. Right. And then there's other times where it's like, you know what? I'm really busy, but this is really important Mm -hmm. and you are in crisis and I'm going to switch around my schedule and I'm going to make time for you. And, um, I mean, we live in a fantastic world now where like you can jump on a zoom call and see people, you can, 
um, FaceTime like call, them FaceTime again. them. Yeah, right? Like I can talk to my daughter in New Zealand over Facebook Messenger, right? Yeah. So it's not, we live in this, this um, excellent age where we can be connected to right. each other, which is a blessing and a curse, of course. Right. Um, and so you have to decide is what this person going through um, or just needs needs right right now something i can handle right now is it an emergency or is it and it's like okay drop everything i'll be there because i've i've had that as well right where i'm like you're in crisis i will be there in half an hour we will sort it out that's right we will have pizza the groceries can wait until next week because there are things like that too right and then there's other times where okay this is yeah i you need me let me figure out when i can fit you into my schedule and then i can shift some things around right um and then it's really important um to not put more effort into someone else's problems than they're willing to put into their own problems, right? Say it again for people in the back. So I have come across people who will suck the living life out of you and are in quote unquote crisis every minute of every day and you give them advice and then they're asking you the exact same thing the next day. And I'm like, I solved this problem for you yesterday. This goes back if to you just if you will just do the thing that you want to do that I had told you to do, you'd be fine. And so distinguishing between mm-hmm. like, okay, if the, the, you're not going to listen to me anyway, you're a scheduled thing. I'm still going to make time for you, mm-hmm. but That's you're right. a scheduled thing. You're not a drop everything. Make time, like, no. it's like, okay. Like we're in crisis all the time. Yeah, you are so constantly in crisis, and you're not, but you think you are, that I'm going to meet with you every other Wednesday in the so afternoon. So you know you're being cared and for, so, but you're yeah, not. Exactly. And then though sometimes people can come to help through that, but that's why, right. like, I think boundaries are important in that sense, where I'm like, I love you, I care about you, you're, you're, not actually in a space yet where you're willing to mm-hmm. change or fix or do whatever it is. Right. So I'll still be here to support you on your journey, but See you I'm going to do it in a very specific time frame in a very specific space. Yeah. And that's what it is. What I often find are those people tend to then like Flame. float away because you're right. not there. For oh, the, I can't make it this way. Yeah. And it's like, okay, you, I'll see you in two weeks. Right. Right. So, so I think that's important too, is to figure out where people are at. Mm-hmm. And um, because if I am letting this person suck the life out of me, I'm not gonna have time for these three other people I, I who really actually do. could benefit and from. And that you really want to like, yeah, absolutely. invest in. Yeah, absolutely. So. No, it's a, my eyes light up when we use the boundaries word, not because mm-hmm. I have at all perfected it, because it's really an area that I am I, I have struggled in and continue yep. to struggle in. Yeah. Especially as I, we've talked about, even with Calvin last time, of just the, like, helping profession. Mm-hmm. It's just the, like, yep. be available for everybody all the time because everyone's in crisis and yep. you're, like, a lifeline. And you're like, uh. Yep. <laughs> and one of my, you know, my supervisor for counseling yesterday had said to me, you know, Kristen, like, you know, when people are going through really hard times, mm-hmm. you are a tool mm-hmm. in somebody's toolbox. You mm-hmm. are not their savior. Yeah. And it was like, oh, like, yep. again, I know that. But yeah. for some personalities, it's really like, oh, this person's calling me at 11. I have to answer this. Right. Like, this is like, yep. Even they might, even though it might be someone who's in crisis yep. all the time. Yep. And so talk a little bit about like the healthy boundaries there. Should sure. be too available for people? Yeah, sure. Um, so I have my phone on silent because I'm not ruled by my phone. Hmm. So uh, if I'm with somebody else, my phone is away. Right. I don't check it. I'm with that person right now. I am old enough to remember when the only phone that existed was the one hanging on your wall. Right. And so if you weren't near your wall, you weren't available to right. the people that need quote unquote needed you or the emergency, yeah. right? I check my phone regularly because there might be an emergency and I might have to whatever, yeah. but there are very seldom emergencies that can't wait for two or three hours mm. that 
you know, if I don't get the message for two or three hours, there's very few emergencies like that. Right. That whatever. Especially, I mean, obviously, if you're a parent of small children, you have to be available in case the school calls right. or whatever. But even then, I would often put my phone away while I was at lunch and then I'd check and be like, oh, they called me to come pick up my kid three hours ago. I hope they're... <laughs> I hope they're sitting in the office still. So anyway, right. you know, that kind of right. thing. Um, so being very intentional about when I'm with someone, I'm with someone and they have my full attention. Um, and then um, making sure that I control my schedule and my schedule doesn't get filled up with too many things. And for me to be like, you know what? I don't have time this week or to ask the question, is this something that we need to deal with right now? Or is this right. something like that, actually yeah. just asking? Yeah. So, you know, and sometimes a five minute conversation can buy you a bunch of time in your schedule because you're like, okay, I'm going to think about that. Let's get together next Tuesday and we'll talk about it. You think about it. And when we get together, I want you to tell me X, Y, Z or whatever it is. Right. What is, what are some ideas you think you right. can, um, that you can bring to the table. Right. And then when we're having a conversation, it's a very structured comment. Like it's, you know, we've already come with some ideas. We've had right. We're not starting with like yeah. the, all the so have a dollar. Oh, yeah. fine. You're like, yeah. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. And then sometimes, I, do, I'm just like, yeah, okay, we can do whatever. I'm fine. I'm free. Right. I got some time. Let's go right. have some fun. Right. Like. But you're saying in terms of the availability, it's yeah. like having your like being aware of your phone. Yep. Like aware of it. Yep. But not attached to it. Yep. In this case, again, the phone is like just our main yeah. communication piece. Yep. But even in that, like being available, like you have kids, they're, but they're grown. Yeah. So life is a lot different than when you had young kids. Absolutely. And so and I guess, I guess the other part of the boundaries conversation, which I don't think I've ever actually asked you, mm-hmm. even though I think you're good at it, is the like mo- managing your own level of like being vulnerable. Yep. Again, it's different, I think, when it's, like, friend with friend versus, mm-hmm. like, friend with mentor or friend mm-hmm. with pastor. Like, as a pastor, I'm also not here to just be, like, here's all my stuff, too. Yep. Like, thanks yep. for sharing. Yep. Here's also what I'm crying about in the evening. Right. But I think there, there's, like, even just friend to friend yep. level. Yep. How do you share it all? How do you know when it's, like, yeah, just the boundaries with self-disclosure, I think is sure. the best way to say it. I mean, so I... Uh, so I have, so I have a best friend and it's funny because I just had to work. I'm an outside, um, out loud processor. Right. So I was going through something, um, frustrating at work. And so I called her and I was like, I just need to talk this out with you. Cause I can take route A or route B. And I just, right. I just need to figure out and I need you to help me figure out, um, which is the best choice to make and so she and I spent a like a while on the phone and we were talked it out and she asked great questions and then I'm like okay now I know what I'm doing right um if I if it's someone so that's kind of an equal friendship type of thing if it's someone who I'm mentoring then I will share what will be helpful for them yeah because if you know I've gone through something similar to what you're going through right now, I can share you with you what I did right, right. and it's, what I did wrong. It's like, more like warranted. Yeah. And so I believe that God will use all of the pain that we're willing to give to him. Yeah. And he will use all of the success we're willing to humbly submit to him. Mm-hmm. So um, like you and I have had lots of conversations about ministry and mm-hmm. leadership and developing people and mentoring, right? So yeah. I will share with you my tricks and whatever of the trade yeah. because it will be beneficial to you, right? right? Am I going to be like, you I, You should hear what Derek was doing yesterday, blah, 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 blah. Not unless we're talking about you and Jared and how Jared drives you crazy. Right. And then I can tell you how Derek drives you crazy. But even that, within reason. Absolutely. Like, I'm not sharing like, yeah. you know, even with friends. I sh- I'm pretty open mm-hmm. in like just ha- where yep. I'm at and pretty vulnerable. Yeah. But I also don't get into other people's stories. Like I'm not mm-hmm. here to air out. Yeah. You know, my husband or. And I think that's it. There's wisdom in knowing where it's safe. Right. And where it's gossip. But also when it's not your story to tell. Him. Absolutely. I mean, like in the sense yeah, yeah. You took like let's yeah. say you had a frustrating time at work. Mm-hmm. It's, you didn't say, here's how I felt, here's how it was influencing me, but then you were also not here to be like, and this is what my boss is going through, and right. he's having yeah. this, this, and there's, like you're saying, then it gets yep. more, maybe more into the gossipy yep. thing than it mm-hmm. is 
mm -hmm. actually talking about your life. Yep. I don't know. I think that the self-disclosure piece is hard yes. to you because you want to share enough mm -hmm. to be helpful. Yep. But then as Kelvin and I kind of talked about, it's like, then you don't want to bleed all over everybody. Because mm -hmm. it's like, whoa. Yeah. And I think you have to find like, yeah. Uh, so obviously I take a lot of things to God in terms of, uh, and, and I like to sometimes I'm an out loud processor. So I like to out loud, out loud, out loud process with God as yeah. well. Um, I, it's funny when you talked about you're going for drive. So when I had a zero to four and six year old and I, um, not uh i'm not one of those people i was a stay-at-home mom who right. never stayed at home because i'm not one of those people that loves to get down on the floor and play with a small child that's actually derek my husband he's way better at that and probably should have been the stay-at-home mom but he's an engineer and i'm a history major so he made more money so he got to go <laughs> to work um but i would literally put my kids in the car so they would all fall asleep and i'd go for a drive and explain to god why this was not working out for me and why i need <laughs> right, and why I needed whatever, and then I would uh, go to my husband with like something has to change, or we need to do whatever, or to a trusted friend right. and be like, um, we need to talk about this. I don't, I I don't think that there should be off limit topics in some senses. Mm. Like I think people should feel free to share. Yeah, but they, I don't want and this is not something you do. So I'm not saying this. I don't want you to just come to me and complain about your husband. Yeah. I'm not interested in just listening right. to all the things that are wrong with your husband. Right. If you're coming to me and you're saying, you know what, we're just having a really hard time with a, this communication piece mm -hmm. or we're not seeing each other, or, like we're missing each other right. or any, if you have a very specific problem. Right. Not just like, I don't like Jared. Yeah, like right now, Jared is driving me nuts. Okay. Well, you shouldn't have married him. No, I mean, <laughs> so, but if you just want to whine and complain about your husband, go find somebody else to do that too. Talk to your dog. I don't care. But if you're like, you know what? It's been really stressful. I have a new baby. I don't, I'm trying to adjust to being a mom. How do I do that? How did Jared and I still make space yeah, yeah, yeah. to be right? Make space. Those, there you go. Those, how do we still make space to be a couple when yeah. we have this creature that relies on us? Those are questions right. that are totally legit questions, yeah. right? And so I think that that we need to talk about those kinds of things. And sometimes we, um, we're like, oh, you'll just solve it. Or, oh, it's not a big deal. Or, yeah, oh, just, just get over season. it. Just or, oh, it. right? And it's like, and, and, and I think I, I think I heard, I know you've said it to me, but I think you've you said it in your podcast. So like sometime as a young mom, you can be like, I don't like this creature right now, or I don't, I love this creature, but so it's much, taking but all of my, away. yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's, and we can say that that's yeah. okay. Right. Yeah. Because you, we are still people and right. we need to take care of ourselves and we shouldn't be shocked when people are sharing mm. things with us that maybe, you know, our little our, our aren't little, the, yeah, yeah. are what society tells us we have to do. Right? right. Like that kind of thing. So yeah, I mean, I am open to almost every conversation there is out there. And, yep. um, I think that, uh, there's a, a verse in Titus in the Bible that says, and the older woman taught the younger women. Right. And we've lost that in our society, mm. even sometimes between moms and daughters. Right. But definitely, just as a in whole. community, yeah. right? In the community. No, I think there's a huge part of like my heart behind this episode. And just to underline what you were just saying, it's that whole piece of making space for people to share whatever. Mm -hmm. Again, within reason that we're not here yeah. to just complain about each other and make like pity party ourselves mm -hmm. all the time. But there's all, so many taboo topics mm -hmm. that I remember like talking to you about that I'm thinking I would never ask someone else that mm -hmm. because you made it safe to say just ask me yep. and I'll tell you like oh mm -hmm. I don't want to like not mm -hmm. I don't want to but mm -hmm. okay that's enough figure that out for yeah, yourself or exactly. whatever whatever top topic it is that I think that there's this really beautiful thing when you're in actual community and when you're mm -hmm. actually making space for other people when it can become no ask me the stuff that you feel like is too taboo to ask anybody else yep and I will be as appropriately honest yep. as possible. Yep. Um, Cause a lot of things just go unsaid. 
Yes. And that's the... And we're afraid to yeah. reveal something that might make us look less than or... Right. Like, oh, I didn't... I have a question about this. And you're thinking the person's going to be like, how do you not know how to handle right? that? Or how do you not know yeah. how to deal with that? Or I'm I'm afraid that if I ask this question, it will make me look like yeah. I'm incompetent or right. uneducated or right. whatever. But how do we learn if we don't ask questions? Right. And I guess the, the takeaway for the person making space mm -hmm. is when someone shares something for, you know, someone told me a couple of days ago, it's like, just always respond with like, oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, oh, right. Mm -hmm. Like, you're not here to be like, why would you ask a question like that? Or, yeah, you know, make exactly. someone feel uncomfortable for sharing. It yeah. really just becomes the like, you know, some, your friend comes to you and they start sharing your thinking like, oh, this is a little mm -hmm. off script or a little mm -hmm. taboo. And you're here to just be like, that's a great question. Yeah. Or like, that's so hard. Yeah. Even if you're like, yeah, man, this is... <laughs> This is stuff we don't normally talk about. Yeah. It's like, man, yeah. that is so interesting. Yeah. Or, oh man, I really feel for you. Like, how has that yeah. been? Yeah. Like just, it's all the curiosity piece that just yeah. allows the space yep. for people to just go for it. Yeah. And I think you can be like, okay, yeah, let's talk about that. Like I, let's see if we can sort that out or let's see if I can, whatever. Right. Yeah. Like, and I'm, I don't claim that I have all the answers, no. but I'm willing to go find out the answers or I'm willing to walk through. It's okay to say to people, you know what? I don't really know a lot about that. I had, um, I had one of the girls I've mentored come to me recently and she is unfortunately experiencing or has now escaped from domestic violence. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I do not know anything about that. I'm going to get a book. I'm going to read about it. I'm mm -hmm. going to learn as much as I can about it. And I'm going to point you to the people who actually know right. how to handle it. Right. And I am just going to be here as a support person mm -hmm. because this is not my area of expertise. Yeah. Yeah. I'm it's, I think, thankfully have not had to encounter it right. too often, but I know the phone number of the domestic violence mm -hmm. hotline because you just hit Google and then put it in. Right. And so I think it's also important to know where your, where your expertise ends and refer them to someone else who is probably going to do a better a job, yeah. but you can still support them. Right. So I, for this one particular person, I am the phone call after the hard therapy session. Right. I am the resource when the ex is like being a total knob, right? So I'm the like, okay, like what right. what tools have you learned? What right. how can we handle You're this? You're really just strength. What did your therapist yeah. tell you to do in this situation? Yeah. Where like how can I be yeah. a support to you? And that's another really important question. How can I support you. What do you need from me right now? Right. Do you need me to just sit here and listen? And do you want the advice? Yeah. Do you, do you yeah. Are you interested? You need the next step? Yeah. Do you want? Yeah. And, um, and I'm very careful to, um, to not give advice where it hasn't been asked. Um, and very seldom will I do this. And oftentimes, if you're giving advice where it's not been asked for, people don't hear it. Right. What? Yes. So, um, yeah. So making sure that's why I say ask questions because, uh, I can like, I might see something, I might see something in you that is, uh, I'm a little, whatever concerned about. So I might ask a question along the lines of how did you feel? after this incident happened mm. right so which just opens up and yeah. if you're like i felt great and i'm like okay so maybe maybe i misunderstood the situation right. maybe that wasn't hurtful for you or maybe that whatever right? right because if you're like it's so great i don't want to become in and say no it wasn't you're awful don't you know <laughs> that was horrible and you whatever right? right so until people are actually willing to be honest with themselves it doesn't help you mm -hmm. to be honest with them and actually can put up a barrier and right. then they might not talk to you for six months and then what? maybe they will we're not talking about any <laughs> here. no but i think that yeah even the situation that i know you're referring to that i'm thinking of is like but then there's also the times where you've built up enough relationship and yeah. enough trust where you can just be like kristen mm -hmm. get it together man yeah like mm -hmm. you didn't say that but you said other things and yeah. it's just like that there comes that and even though it might hurt and it yeah. still might cause that like oh yeah like 
I hate that. Mm -hmm. Or I hate that that was advice or I hate that yep. someone told me what to do or whatever. Yeah. When you've built up enough of those hostel trips, yep. cruising, yep. church nights at McDonald's, like yep. eating like garbage, you know, like yep. times at a small group talking about literally nothing. Like yeah. just whatever, once you've built up enough of those times, then you have enough like relational credit, I guess, yeah. to cash it in and be like, this is gonna suck. But you suck a little right now. Well, and, <laughs> and you need to get it together. And also, you have to decide. So, um, for me, I it's actually a risk for me to call you out on something. Right. And I do have to recognize that you might walk away. Right. And say, I'm done with you because I don't want to, like, the person doesn't want to deal with the thing that's mm -hmm. happening. And so, I have to decide, is it worth risking? Is do I feel like this is so important to their health and their well-being and their future that it, that it actually warrants taking the risk that I right. might lose them? Right. That's um, a hard place. And because that has also happened to me, right? Mm -hmm. I've I've called something out that I've seen, and instead of wanting to do deal with it, the person's like, "Okay, thanks, bye." Right. And then that's yeah. the end of that friendship or mm. relationship or and, and it's not the end like I never want to talk to you again but there there then becomes, right, it a, becomes distance, a we'll see right we'll, we'll, well let's coffee. do coffee yeah. yeah okay when would you like to do that the later I'll text you yeah I'll have my people call your people yeah 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 so um so that's why and that can even happen in the relationships that you've built up the most trust in mm. and so really your relationships and those are, are times risk. yeah and those are times when i really have to pray about is this something i like if i'm seeing Kristen and i think she's literally walking off a cliff am i willing to turn the other way like like am i willing to just let her walk off or i'm willing to take the risk of like Grabbing like grabbing her and saying that's a cliff and having her say dude go away leave me alone <laughs> no i like the cliff I so like the cliff. yeah danny thanks for all of that and again there's so much more to this conversation because i think that you are just one of those people who does this well and i know that you're not saying that you have all the answers but i think that you have welcomed people into your life for so long yeah and seen so many different ways of life i mm -hmm. think like even just in the people that you mentor and you just have an eye like for that person needs extra mm -hmm. something. Yep. This person enjoy the cliff. Not yeah. <laughs> you don't say that. But I think that, yeah, there's so much to that, but to make it super practical, which is how we normally mm. kind of trend down on the podcast is how can someone listening make more space for others practically like tomorrow? Like they're like, um, man, I just, I have these friends, but I want to go deeper or like, mm -hmm. or I don't even have any friends. Sure. Like, what do I do? Uh, first of all, make space in your schedule. Mm. If your schedule is totally booked up, then you don't have space for other sure. people. So take a look at what you're doing and um, yeah. see if there's things that you can remove or do more efficiently or not do right Pass now. Pass off to somebody else. Yep. And then... Um, look for, I'm going to say activities, but look for things that you can do with other people mm -hmm. where you can start to build those relationships. So for me, uh, the way you and I got close was we led a ministry together, a mm -hmm. church, right? And so that just naturally puts you in yeah. a sphere with another person. It could be work, like right. start, to, start to ask somebody to go for lunch with you at work. Mm -hmm. So, um, Derek and Sam, my husband and my son work together now, so they have lunch once a week. And that, you know, that's how I get all my information about my kid because he doesn't call me. And uh, so just look around at the people that you spend a lot of time with. Yeah. And that's a really good place. Those are just natural places mm -hmm. to. Um, well, even just like the stranger, like not to call her out, but one of my friends, Sarah, she was saying on a different podcast that I was mm -hmm. listening to that one day she just, every day she tells her, front desk clerk at her apartment building that she looks great like mm -hmm. hypes her up absolutely. and then one day the girl was like do you want to get coffee right and she was like uh absolutely yeah not shout out to sarah but in the mm -hmm. sense of like even like your barista yeah of just like asking them like yep I, I think my uh, kids get mad because I talk to everybody all the time. Like I'm in, if I'm in line and I'm having a chat with someone, that's fine. Like I'll right. have a chat with them. But also um, I joined a line dancing class because I did. So I line dance on Thursday nights now because I wanted to meet some more people in my neighborhood. 
And I so I line dance with these people now. And so <laughs> I did it in the fall and then I went back for the first class last night and there was a woman who was with me before and she's now, and she like sparked up a conversation with me. Cool. And so we just started chatting and I don't know where that's gonna go. Like, I don't think we're gonna be best friends and braiding each other's hair in three weeks, but it uh, people yeah. are interesting. And the more people you get to know, the more interesting they are. Right. And the more things, like, I would much rather learn from other people's mistakes than my own. Mm. And the I would like, like to hear about what other people do. Because, you know, if you're open to learning, I, I'm a lifelong learner. So I love to read books and I love to whatever. But learning from people is yeah. fantastic. Uh, I love to travel. But it's so much more fun to travel with someone in their own hometown. Mm. So the more people you get to know, the more time you spend with people, the yeah. more you get to experience life a little bit richer and a little bit fuller. So, right. so look for the connections, the, the place where you are spending the most amount of time, because that's probably the people that you're going to spend time for. And then um, I believe everyone should have someone, one or two, three people that are that they are pouring into at any given time. So who in your life needs a little bit of your wisdom? Whether that, you, again, you can find those people at work. Uh, obviously, I find them at church. Um, whether it's your own children, because that's your, important. Your phase yeah. of life. Yeah, other people. Whether that's uh, someone a little bit a little bit behind you in life's journey. So young moms with older kids, helping out moms with younger kids. Yeah. Um, I was in a mom's group when my kids were little and other moms who were going through the yeah. same thing. Those are really important places to um, to meet people yeah. and make space for people. And I think just that final piece of just then being intentional. Yes. Like, and brave. I have a few friends, yeah, that it's a risk of, you know, someone was like, hey, Kristen, like, I want to be friends with you. Mm -hmm. Let's be friends. And, I, and I'm the quick, oh my gosh, I love that. I love yeah. friends. But then it's like, Okay, so see, like, then see you next week at some random event. It's like, right. no, that's not going to foster the relationship yes. that I want out of this. Yeah. For some people, like you're saying, yeah. the lady, the line dancing, that might just be the line dancing friend, and that's, that's right. What, that's allowed. Yep. But with a few friends, you're like, no, I really want that. Like, I want deeper yeah. with you. And it took me being like, this might be so awkward that you think I'm trying to schedule our lives, but mm -hmm. do you want to meet every Thursday night for coffee? Yep. And it was like, actually, yes, I would love that. Yep. And then it turns into like learning about their background at school, learning mm -hmm. about what they like to do. Then we end up doing some of those things together yeah. or, you know, then it becomes, oh, I don't, I can't meet every Thursday. Can you meet every other Thursday? And then it just like, it yeah. just starts. Yeah. And I think it's taking that risk yeah. and time yeah. to be like, Hey, okay. I won't just text you to come to Costco with me because I'm too awkward. Yeah. How about every Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. we yeah. go to Costco? Absolutely. So because I will feel less, like genuinely, it's like, yeah. I want that relationship, but I will feel too awkward to actually do it. Yeah. So force me to do it. Yeah. Because once we're doing it, I'll love it. Yeah. You know? And that's where I think joining groups yeah. and things that happen on a regular occasion, like my line dancing. So every Thursday for the next eight weeks, I'm going to see I this lady that. and... Maybe by the end of it, I'll be like, hey, this has been super fun. You want to go for coffee? Right. And so we, then we'll go for coffee. Um, we did a street barbecue and we invited, I live out in the country now, which is weird for me because I grew up in suburbia, whatever. So we had like every, we had six houses all come to my house for a barbecue in the summer. Mm -hmm. And then one of those ladies, uh, she had just moved there so I just messaged her and was like hey do you want to go get breakfast mm. and she was like yes so we went for breakfast and we started breakfast at 10 and at two o'clock the place closed so mm. we had to leave right but then there was a big gap in that and now I'm going for breakfast for her again this Sunday and so Saturday and so it's that like you you know sometimes you make space and sometimes it can become a weekly thing Mm -hmm. Sometimes you're like, yeah, I want to, like, I want to get to know you. Really, it's gonna be. Maybe it's not gonna be as often, but let's make an effort to, yeah. you know, get it. Uh, if you really, really want to be see the person again, get out your calendar while you're with them yeah. and make your next date. Yeah, because we right. all we all know. Yeah. The, oh 
my gosh, text me. We'll, yeah. We'll have to get together. Everybody says that. Yep. Even the people you don't want to see say that. Yep. So if it's someone you want to see, yep. take them up on it. Absolutely. Pull out your phone. Yep. Danny's really good at that. She challenges me to do that. Mm -hmm. Just to be like, cool, when are we meeting again? Yep. Like, uh, uh Grab your phone. Look at your calendar. Okay. When do you have space? Yeah. And, and that's part of the whole... Um, yeah, allowing making there to be sure. More in your yeah, schedule. allowing there to be more in yeah. your schedule. Yeah, I, I like sometimes I'm like, okay, like I'm booking into March now because I'm that busy, and that doesn't feel good to me. That right. feels like I'm too. I don't have enough time because mm. sometimes I just want to have fun too. Though some of the stuff I have scheduled is fun, but it doesn't mean that I can accept the last minute invitations or right. the last minute right. whatever. So. Yeah, there you go. Well, I'm again for all those listening. We want to be your friend too, so yeah. we're always looking for friends. Um, but yeah, I think that that is there's a lot in there as there are all the episodes because I just keep writing on. I just know really fun people yeah. and really good people and wise, and so I hope that this was beneficial for you. The one thing I will put actually in the show notes as I was kind of thinking about it is the Boundaries book mm -hmm. by um, Townsend and Cloud, and there's like Dr. Henry Cloud. There's like a million like. Mm -hmm boundaries and dating boundaries yep. and whatever but it's just good to know like here's how to have healthy relationships but also not like where now you're a person like you're not your own person you're everybody else's person right. yep there's a healthy boundary there that i'm also still trying to learn but yep. i'll put that there but i will end off with the the magic question of the mm -hmm. podcast danny is how have you been showing yourself grace recently yeah i was thinking about this because i've been listening to your podcasts and this is my answer there are seasons of life and some people are going to be really important and really active and really part of your life for some seasons. And then those relationships might, um, I, I don't want to say fade in that they're less valuable, but they might not be happening as often. And you need to recognize that um, just because you haven't seen someone in a bit or your lives have kind of drifted apart doesn't mean that it's not a valuable relationship anymore, but it just might not be the one that you're focusing on at this point in time. And so for me, I'm like, I moved away from where I've lived forever five years ago. And, um, and unfortunately, the people who I love here, their lives just keep going on and I'm missing some of it, right? And so, but I need to give myself grace that I am where I'm at right now in this season with these people and I can't do it all. And there'll have to be times where I say no to someone who right. um, I would like to say yes to. Right. But um, recognizing that if I exhaust myself and drain myself completely, I have nothing to give to other people. So having grace for myself that I cannot solve all the world's problems even when I want to. Um, and that uh, God has the people I love even more than I have them. And so if I can't meet their needs, uh, there's still a God who can catch them and have their needs met somewhere else, yeah. right? Yeah. So no, that's huge. I would say that's how I show myself. Oh, what an answer, mm -hmm. Danny. So, so far, there's been a lot of, I'm not sure I need to work on that. <laughs> yes, don't we all? But on that note, friends, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Let's Make Space. Next up, we have um, in the next episode, Let's Make Space for dreams and making you know space for just the things that we want to do with our lives and how we can you know kind of make space for those. Um, and so look forward to that in the next couple of weeks. But until then, show yourself lots of grace. See ya.